Um, as we look out 10 to 15 years, we're focused on how cabins will evolve to provide a better passenger experience, greater efficiencies for airlines, and more sustainability for the environment. Crystal Cabin Meets, the podcast where aircraft interiors experts talk about latest trends, success stories, and the industry's future. Compiled by the Crystal Cabin Award, the only international award for excellence in aircraft interior innovation. Welcome on board. Hello, everyone. This is the fourth episode of our format Crystal Cabin Meets. I'm here with my dear colleague, uh, Julia Grosser. Julia is joining this podcast episode as manager, marketing and communications for Hamburg Aviation and for the Crystal Cabin Award. Yes, and I am here with Carmen Krause-Bösterling, project director of the Crystal Cabin Award. Thanks for having me here, Carmen. <laughs> I'm quite excited to join Crystal Cabin Meets and touch base with uh, some of our prominent members from the Crystal Cabin Award community to today, together with you. Um, yeah, and I think it's quite handy that we are able to speak to our guests online again across the Atlantic somehow and talk about their concepts and their points of view. Right, and today we meet two industry experts from across the pond with whom we take a look into current aircraft cabin innovations. Bill Peterson, leader of the cabin design and products teams at the Boeing Company, and Teresa King, cabin integration leader also at Boeing. We are going to speak about several projects that the Boeing company has initiated or co-curated when it comes to aircraft cabin innovation. And many of these have a strong focus on sustainability, cabin hygiene and smart cabin technologies. But before that, Bill, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? When did you join Boeing and what is your main role there? Yes, thank you, Carmen. Yeah, my name is Bill Peterson. I joined Boeing about 20 years ago as a payloads design engineer. Um, I worked on many projects and Boeing teams, including flight tests, avionics, propulsion, and marketing. And like you mentioned, I now lead a team that focuses on cabin design and cabin products for current and future airplanes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And uh, Teresa, would you like to introduce uh, yourself as well? When did you start your career at Boeing and what is your main role? Thank you, Carmen. And thank you, Julia, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, my name is Teresa King and I joined Boeing in 1991. So I am a 25-year aerospace project engineering veteran. Um, I support cabin technology development and integration in the product development organization at Boeing. And um, what we do is uh, generally uh, technology and features tend to be segregated into functions and commodities during development. And as a cabin integration leader, it's my job to make sure it all works well in our cabin. So I like to think that I help people, um, I help make people and things work better together. 
most of um, your audience actually probably know me best from my last project that I led, the Boeing Ultraviolet Disinfection Lab that won the Crystal Cabin Award back in 2016. And maybe most recently, um, on I led um, the Boeing Mobile UV Disinfection One, which received a mention in Boeing's recent annual report. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Teresa. And uh, many of the projects we would like to talk about have been part of your flight test program called Echo Demonstrator. In 2019, it was a 777-200 with 50 different projects on board. In 2020, you became partners with Etihad using a 787 Dreamliner. What is Boeing's philosophy? Why do you build your projects into special planes and fly them around the world? Carmen, that's a great question. Um, but before we talk about the Eco Demonstrator, uh, let me provide an overview on how Boeing approaches cabin design. Um, our innovations are founded on proven research, which informs what we call our ABC principles. Um, airplanes for people, by design, and always connected to the sky. Nothing in a Boeing airplane cabin is random or just feels like a good idea. Um, we've actually been innovating to improve the passenger experience ever since people began flying commercially. We never stop and are always exploring new technologies that could bring advances in airline economics and the passenger experience for production and retrofit airplanes. With that, I'll hand it over to Resta to describe more about the Eco Demonstrator Program. Thank you, Bill. And, um, Carmen and Julia, I'm, a, I'm an eco-demonstrator uh, veteran as well. I've actually done at least the last six eco-demonstrators. I've had projects and technologies featured on there. And besides the um, showcasing technologies, um, some of our research is conducted on Boeing's eco-demonstrator program. Um, it takes promising technologies out of a lab environment and tests them in the air to solve challenges for airlines, passengers, and the environment. We established the Eco Demonstrator program to provide a platform for us to demonstrate our commitment to continual improvements and aviation sustainability. The Eco Demonstrator program accomplished this by focusing on three strategic pillars innovate, collaborate and accelerate and what we mean by that is we learn best by doing and we we want to discover things quickly that's where the innovation comes in Collab collaborate um, allows us to work with airlines government suppliers academia and industry to help pro propel things um, quicker into the future so that's where acceleration comes in um, we want to speed the path to our product services and onto our production airplanes. So since 2012, the Eco Demonstrator program has evaluated over 170 projects on seven different airplanes. These technologies and features pioneered improvements in safer, quieter, cleaner, and more efficient aircraft and crew operations. And it offers hopefully a more enjoyable passenger travel experience. A number of those projects are actually now in use by Boeing and our partners. We continue researching other projects and there are some that we decided were not worth pursuing. 
but we learn things during the testing process. For example, the high, highly efficient winglets that were tested on the first eco-demonstrator are now used on Boeing's 737 MAX family to make flying cleaner. And as you mentioned, we did partner with Etihad last year on the eco-demonstrator 787-10. And did you know that as much as 30% of the noise from airplanes on final approach is caused by air whooshing past the landing gear? During our partnership with Etihad, we also tested gear modified to be quieter by Saffron Landing Systems, and initial results were promising. A laser system that can warn pilots about clear air turbulence in advance was also tested in 2018 as part of a collaboration with the Japan, Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency to enhance safety. Many of the projects in our 2019 ECO demonstrator, 777, involved connected cabin technologies, smart seats and galleys, a smart cold storage cargo container, which Bill will expand on a little later, and of course, a full-scale mock-up of our self-disinfecting laboratory, which helped accelerate, accelerate the development and implementation of the recent mobile UV-1 last year to effectively and efficiently disinfect flight decks and airplane cabins against bacteria and viruses. Well, Teresa, that was quite impressive, and uh, I must admit I'm still impressed that you were involved with Boeing and cabin innovation since 1991. Um, yeah, but talking about maybe future echo demonstrators and uh, getting to innovations quickly, that's what you mentioned. Um, collaboration with industry partners is foundational to the program to support the constant evolution of new ideas and advanced aviation. But when talking about the current uh, corona crisis, do you feel a certain fatigue by the partners when it comes to collaborating for a next season? Or do you have the impression it is more like a now or never situation taking place in the industry? Well, um, let's talk a, a little bit, bit about where our industry um, went over the last year and a half. So since the onset of the pandemic, um, the aviation industry has faced an unprecedented threat as questions emerge about air travel safety and the existing protections in place to keep people healthy. As the virus spread worldwide, passenger travel dropped to record lows. Boeing took decisive action to safeguard the air travel journey, setting new standards for the industry. The Boeing Confident Travel Initiative was launched. Led by our teams in the US, we harness ingenuity from across the company and put to work to enact positive changes in air travel safety. We also partnered with governments, regulators, customer and industry associations on a global scale to ensure a unified response to the pandemic. So if anything, we've doubled down on our efforts and we hope our industry partners feel the same. Due to the tremendous economic impact of the pandemic, aviation organizations are shrinking and our resources are more limited than ever before. So collaboration will be needed to introduce innovative solutions. We can leverage each other's strengths to address risk reductions all along the travel journey. By collaborating, 
we feel we can confidently return travel by accelerating solutions that safely and efficiently keep our airplanes flying with passengers on board. The eco-demonstrator is an ideal program to enable these partnerships, and our cabin products development team is always open to collaboration. Already before COVID, uh, Boeing developed and tested a variety of uh, solutions to make the flying experience a lot cleaner, as we know now. Um, we remember, for instance, a prototype lavatory with UV light that sanitizes all the lavatory surfaces after every use of the washing room. And as you mentioned, this was a Crystal Cabin Award winner already in 2016. Mm. How did COVID push further innovation? Are earlier ideas like the clean left still pursued? So I will tell you that um, when the clean lab was developed in 2016, um, as part of the 2019 Eco Demonstrator on 777, that was before COVID. So we hadn't, we hadn't um, figured out which microbes we were targeting. So we broaden up, broaden out the reach so that we were targeting um, disinfecting the laboratory um, after every use. So it had a much faster UV response time. And it was part of our desire to make sure we don't impact the laboratory flow. And it only came on um, or was enabled when the lab was unoccupied. Um, we also part, we also enabled um, other solutions or products um, in that lab. So it offered a feature suite of, of um, products such as the dry floor made from recycled carbon fiber material, a manual trash compactor, and sensor logic that had smart sensors which detects occupancy and helps monitor and maintain the flush um, and health system. Um, but since COVID, um, we, had, we had refocused our energies and reprioritized how we take that technology and help provide a more near-term solution um, that targeted specifically SARS-CoV-2. Um, I would like to perhaps transition to um, Bill so that he can talk to you about how we accelerated basically what we did in 2016 to help address near-term issues for um, last year. Thank you, Teresa. Um, yes, as you mentioned, due to the pandemic, we really had to shift our priority from longer-term cabinet applications and features to more near-term needs. Um, our efforts in the past year have really focused on ultraviolet devices and antimicrobial coatings. We, we did develop an ultraviolet handheld wand that can be scanned over surfaces, disinfecting where the light reaches. The powerful UV wand is a continuation of our work using ultraviolet disinfection in the laboratory, as Teresa mentioned earlier. We worked with airlines to develop the UV wand prototype, designed to be compatible with the flight deck components and the cabin, and it's particularly useful in the flight deck where a single operator can treat it in less than 15 minutes. Late last year, um, Boeing entered into a patent and technology license with Healthy Incorporated and Far UV Technologies, under which both US-based companies will manufacture the UV wand. 
We're also testing antimicrobial coatings that can be applied to high-touch surfaces, such as seats, armrests, and tray tables. So as Crystal Kevin Award initiator, and since the UV WAND is a shortlisty for the special category clean and safe air travel, fingers crossed for you guys, by the way, when do you think will ideas like that will be implemented in the flying cabin? Is there a visible demand from the airlines? Well, you know, um, the airlines can actually already place orders for the one. It is commercially available now. For UV embedded in the airplane, such as the lab, Boeing is continuing research and exploration potential with potential collaborations to be, to be ready to develop a solution um, driven by market demands. Airlines um, we've discovered are becoming much fast, much smarter about UV and its benefits. And so there's potential for demand to increase. But like I mentioned, the, the mobile UV one is actually already available for um, for airlines to order. I see. Thanks, Teresa. And um, yeah, well, an aspect in air travel that is growing in importance is um, that I can reconcile flying with my conscious. Uh, Bill, you already mentioned the, the trash compactor. What it is your strategy summed up very briefly when it comes to sustainable solutions in the cabin, the use of smart galleys to reduce food waste, but also energy harvesting from windows to make cabins more energy independent. Uh, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, Julia, let me, uh, let me um, answer that question. Let me start by saying uh, uh, your personal missions on the flight today are on the same flight 30 years ago. But we do realize that we uh, must do more to further reduce emissions and really ultimately decarbonize. Um, as we look out 10 to 15 years, we're focused on how cabins will evolve to provide a better passenger experience, greater efficiencies for airlines, and more sustainability for the environment. Overall, I think connectivity will be keen. Um, passengers will have access to their everyday information, just like they do today in their homes. Um, they'll also have more options for entertainment, ordering food and beverages, and purchasing other items from the airline. Um, this enhanced connectivity will provide more real-time information to the cabin crew so they can provide a better service. If a coffee maker stops working, uh, they'll know whether it needs a reset or must be repaired on the ground. Instead of calling another flight attendant to ask where the last bottle of orange juice is located, They'll see on their smart device that it's in the rear galley, cart two, shelf three. The airline will be able to improve efficiency through data analytics. Um, this will enable them to better manage their catering inventory. For example, airlines will be able to reduce waste on international flights because um, all uneaten food must be discarded upon landing. It will provide them with uh, predictive maintenance information so they can so they can replace a seat actuator before it fails avoiding a flight delay or possibly lost revenue if the seat cannot be repaired in time um, i'll hand it over to Teresa and she can talk a little bit more about sustainability and some of the other projects that we've done on eco demonstrator thank you bill um did you know that the the carpet on the entire 777 Eco Demonstrator cabin was replaced with sky tiles developed by Interface Inc. in Georgia 
USA. Recyclable carpet tiles for airplane flooring reduces the life cycle energy use, carbon emissions, and landfill waste. Over the lifetime of a typical commercial airplane, 8,000 pounds or 3.5 metric tons of carpeting can be diverted from landfills. Today, a number of airlines are using these carpet tiles. So we mentioned the drive floor in the laboratory. Um, I also wanted to share that that's a closed loop manufacturing, um, material manufacturing system. It basically reduces material waste and creates a production product. Thanks, Teresa, for that. Again, that, that's quite impressive. And um, yeah, when when speaking uh, about that, I also am thinking about the uh, the intelligent cabin collaboration. I think uh, that was also mentioned in 2019. You were a Crystal Cabin Award finalist with iCabin in the Visionary Concepts category. Yeah, for me, this sounds a bit like a smart home application or similar to that. Um, can you explain a bit what it does for the passenger and crew? Hi, Julia. Sure, I'll, I'll answer that question. Mm -hmm. um, the Intelligent Cabin Collaboration, it, it really launched in January 2018. Um, it provides a standard protocol across various cabin commodities and devices. It consists of an intelligent cabin network, intelligent commodities such as galleys, labs, seats, and other devices. Um, onboard applications connect and gather real-time data. These created applications for smart devices that provide data within the cabin, such as temperature, acoustics, et cetera, um, really enabling the flight crew to provide better service for passengers. If the cabin temperature is too cold, for example, the system can send a notification to a flight attendant, and they can choose to offer a hot beverage or a blanket or possibly increase the cabin temperature. As you may remember, Intelligent Cabin was also part of the 2019 Eco Demonstrator, and we partnered with Galley Suppliers, Deal, and Safran, as well as KID Server and Bueller on Seats. Um, now we're working with customers to bring some of these concepts forward from demo to actually real life applications. In terms of sustainability, another benefit would be fuel and emissions reduction. If we were to remove some cabin wiring, say 100 pounds, that would save about 10,000 pounds of fuel a year on an airplane. Um, multiply that across an airline fleet that savings become quite significant. We're actually planning to finish phase one of the collaboration and hopefully we'll start uh, phase two um, in 2022. We are expanding the number of partners and we'll be working with working on the integration with airline operations. Mm -hmm. Continuing with the uh, connected cabin, um, uh, we know that uh, in 2019, the Trader also featured a connected business class seat with an integrated health monitoring. Can you tell us more about that? Who is the typical customer for such a product? Um, thank you, Carmen. Um, you know, once you have that intelligent cabin network, you could layer a lot of smart com commodities on top of that to get the best um, connected um, systems and health monitoring. So we installed the Adient Aerospace Ascent Business Class Seat on the Eco Demonstrator to demonstrate integrated health monitoring. The seat has generous sets of customizable features to meet a wide range of customer needs. If the seat malfunctions during flight, for example, 
fault data is sent to the cabin crew so they can troubleshoot and attend to passenger needs. Using predictive analysis, you can also provide advance warning of equipment failures, like an actuator that prevents a seat from reclining. This ensures an airline has the right part at the right time and can replace it before it fails. We actually look at a, a number of use cases um, from anyone that interfaces with the cabin. Um, this could be the passenger, um, this could be the airline, whether it's the flight crew or uh, the mechanics who maintenance the airplane. And, and we analyze what kind of solutions would best um, support any of the number of use cases that show up to maybe make the airline more efficient um, or make the passenger experience um, a better experience. Uh, you recently showcased a lightweight cold storage cargo container um, that can provide real-time information to shippers. And Teresa, you already mentioned that innovation uh, early on. As we all know, cold storage cargo containers are very much on vogue these days since we have a global vaccination rollout going on that requires exactly such transportation solutions. Um, what is the status on this? And was this idea sketched because of the pandemic somehow? Yes, thank you. This is a quite interesting project. This was definitely um, a project before the pandemic happened. Um, and, and it was, uh, developed for, you know, to meet certain use cases. Um, for example, you know, perishable materials require refrigeration and transit, um, and current temperature controlled containers are, are quite heavy, about 1,000 pounds to 1,500 pounds, or similar to about 500 to 700 kilograms. They're also expensive and do not provide information to the shipper during flight in case of a, an expected event. The cool cargo project is a new refrigerator container that's lightweight and can provide real-time information during shipping. Um, the cool cargo container weighs just about 150 pounds or 70 kilograms. Now, really applying the aviation design principles, um, the cool cargo has improved insulation, uh, refrigeration that's used in galleys and advanced batteries, and is connected to a network such as Intelligent Cabin. Um, the cool cargo would provide constant communication to the customers. So you could see a big driver for the cool cargo was the connect capability um, that we've been talking about. You know, currently uh, due to the pandemic, Boeing is in the early stages of working with industry to actually bring this uh, cool cargo to market. And over the years, the Boeing company has entered numerous concepts and products to the Crystal Cabin Awards. Would you say that the CCAs as a platform for cabin innovations help you to further develop your projects and uh, what is your wish for all the innovators out there? That's a great question Carmen. Um, the awards for us drive a sense of urgency by providing a focal point and regardless of the outcome our efforts um, offer those of us that work in this innovative space a great deal of pride and being able to share our creativity and being recognized for it through the Crystal Cabin Awards also inspires those of us within Boeing and hopefully others throughout the industry to continue to innovate. It's very contagious as you can imagine and that I'm sure you also believe. Don't you think so, Bill? 
Yes, Tressa, thank you. Yeah, I, and I do want to, um, I know Tressa mentioned this earlier, but I, I want to say that we are in a unique situation, uh, really with an increased importance to partner across the industry uh, to really drive these sustainable innovations into the cabin. Um, and mentioned before, I believe connectivity will be a key enabler for innovation. Teresa and Bill, thank you very much for giving us an insight in the aircraft interior innovation activities of such a huge company like Boeing. Yeah, thank you so much also from my side, Teresa and Bill. It was a pleasure talking to you and pretty excited what will come next with uh, all the Boeing innovations. And thank you, Carmen and Julia, for the opportunity to share. And thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> well, that was the fourth episode of Crystal Cabin Meets in Hamburg. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And of course, we're happy to hear your feedback. So do get in touch if you have any comments. And of course, stay tuned for episode five. We wish you all the best.